Well, uh, here we are, next episode, and I have my light, my love, my lady, Anya. Mucho gusto. Hello. Mucho gusto. How are you? Yeah, very well. How are you doing, my dear? I'm doing great. <laughs> very happy to be here. Yeah, no, this is really great. Um, so for those who don't know, uh, give us a brief rundown about yourself. About myself, well, uh, my name is Ana Riojas. Um, I go by Anya. Uh, second seven, I compete. I also like to organize tournaments and I stream on Twitch. Uh, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been competing since 2012, back in Tekken Tag Tournament 2. And, well, I really love this game. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, and it's quite, you know, it's quite unique that, you know, you're from Mexico, you're a female player, and I've been told you're actually one of the strongest players. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, like, how, how would I start this? So, I think a lot of the Tekken scene was surprised when we got introduced to Arslan Ash and the Pakistan scene, you know, the, the hidden branch of the Tekken tree. So, how would you describe the Mexican branch to that Tekken tree? Um, right now, it's always been a small scene. It's been growing a lot. Uh, we have very strong players right now. Uh, and we have gotten so much better throughout the years. It's still not one of the strongest scenes, to be honest. But uh, we're, we're really getting so much better. And I'm very proud of them, of what we've done. Because I, I've gotten a lot better, too. And I'm also very proud of the rest of the players. We've gotten much more stronger as a community. So how did you get into fighting games? You know, did you start off with any other game before coming over to the fighting game scene? Well, um, I, I don't recall what was like the very first game I played. Um, I remember watching my family play Darkstalkers, um, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. And the very first uh, fighting game I recall playing was Tekken 2. But I was very little. I was like two, three years old. And uh, obviously, I didn't know what I was doing, but uh, ever since then, I, I didn't stop playing every Tekken game. I just fell in love with the game. Yeah. Um, so, like, you say you've been in the scene for a long time. Um, when did you start yeah. competitively? Like, how did you find the Mexican scene and that sense of competition? Well, uh, it was back in 2012. I think I just, I just looked it up like on Facebook, like back in Mexico or something like that. Uh, and I just found like a couple of people that actually played. And I started playing um, them like online. Mm. Um, and I was, at, at the time, I, I, I thought I was good. I realized I, I didn't even know how to play. Uh, you know, like I found people that actually knew how to play and that were, that were good. And that's when I realized. I had so much work to do. Yeah. And then uh, sh uh, shortly after that, I started learning the game a lot more. And I went to my first tournament like a couple months after probably. I didn't do very good, but I knew I, I couldn't stop. Like I, I just started like playing and practicing so much more and going to more tournaments. Yeah. Did you ever face that, um, that, that double, how would I say it? Like you kind of, 
get it you're like people expect that you won't be that good but also that you're a girl that they expect to win against you yes i you know i still get that mm, i guess people uh, are starting to respect more uh, the fact that i actually know how to play uh but in the beginning i mean it was like it made more sense to them i guess because i was actually not that good and uh, even up to this day, when I know I actually know how to play, I do get people like, you know, thinking it's an easy win or, you know, looking down on me just because they think I'm not going to be able to play because I'm a woman. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They, they think you're a woman. Oh, she'll get knocked out of the bracket early. She can just go home or <laughs> she can jump on commentary. Yeah, like they kind of write, your, write you off as a, as a, as a contender um, in the beginning. Yeah, it was, happens. Yeah. Was, was there anyone that you bonded with in your scene that you kind of, you know, found some sense of like, you know, to get improvement from? Uh, uh, in the Mexico scene, a lot of people have been uh, very welcoming, you know, inviting me to play with them um, earlier. Well, the thing is, uh, most of these players don't play anymore. Like they, they stopped playing in tag two. Um, it was mostly people I never met, but uh, they were very welcoming, like in the, uh, Facebook group. And I played with them like online. Um, uh, one of the guys that used to play with me, Moy, he's actually a top player right now. Uh, he, he was very, very welcoming to me. Yeah. And, uh, we always played together and we never, we never stopped playing together. We still play to this day. So yeah, like the scene has been very nice to me as well. Who would you say has um, influenced you in terms of your Asuka play? Any pros? Any any locals out your end? Yes, a bunch of them. There's not um, many Asuka players here. Like people don't dedicate so much time to the character. Uh, but um, a lot of Asuka players, I really admired. I would say, first of all, Asline. Uh, he's a Korean player. His teacher yeah. um, setup are like god like i love him um then fergus he's helped me a lot with his tutorials yeah um also commanda he's one of the best Aska players in the u.s if not the best mm. um mostly them can i ask something what is it with s line like i mean i know he's good but like i see a lot of the notice me senpai notice me s line s line notice me people tweeting <laughs> all over the place and i know you've done it too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, he's like goals. Like, if you if you do these setups, like you feel so accomplished. <laughs> like he has like such a unique style. Um, all these uh, key chart setups and the way he plays is just amazing. So, yeah, if you're an Asuka player, you will probably want to be noticed by Asline. <laughs> <laughs> so why why Asuka? I know she's a character that you have to play very defensive, and she does lack certain. Um, essential tools that other characters have, like a reliable 10-frame jab uh, while standing launches. Um, yeah, what's made you stuck with Asuka all this time? Well, I liked her since she came out. Mm, when I first played back in Tekken 2, I fell in love with June. I played June, and then she wasn't there anymore, so I started playing Xiaoyu on Tekken 3. And the... Uh, when Asuka out in Tekken 5, of course, I played her because she was similar to Jun. And in Tag 2, I played Jun and Asuka. Um, 
Because she just reminds me of June so much, and I, I put so much effort uh, on playing with her back in Tech 2. And she's that character that helped me the most, like, to win matches and even tournaments. So I have a lot of love. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like, um, like, when you begin with Asuka, there's certain tendencies that players do. So that's, you know, loving the parry, loving the can-can. Is there anything that you do that is <laughs> genuinely a, is a Asuka tendency? Uh, yeah, I mean, people notice me for my back trees. <laughs> God, I, I, swear, yeah. I, I swear every Asuka player loves back three. Yeah. Of course. Nah. For back three and cancans. Back three and cancans. <laughs> nah, sweet. So you've mentioned um, S-Line and a few other Asuka players, Fergus. Um, yeah. Would there be any that you'd love to have a first to five set with? Uh, yes, definitely S-Line. I, I really, I really want to play with him. Uh, I haven't played with Fergus yet. I did play with Commander. He's extremely good. Um, I finally played with Brian. He's a top player from Dominican Republic. He's very, very good. And it, it was very nice to play with him. And I, I love playing with other Asuka players because I can pick up some of their things, some of their essence. Yeah. I see them doing a certain thing and I, and I feel it. And I just, uh, sometimes just, um, add it to my game style and it's very interesting and it makes me happy. Yeah. So like, if it's okay, you so you've done, so you participate in a lot of tournaments in your area, um, and there's one big tournament called Thunderstruck, which I think you've won two in a you've won two in a row, and that's quite a feat. Um, what are the Mexican tournaments like? You know, uh, does a lot of the culture come out of those tournaments? I didn't get the last part. Oh, uh, does a lot of the cult like does a lot of Mexican culture come out at those tournaments? Uh, like a lot of people or sorry. Oh, sorry. Just the energy, the atmosphere. Like it's very festive. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean. Uh, yes, in a certain way. Um, but, uh, in, in like bigger tournaments such as Thunderstruck, uh, they tend to make tournaments more American-like. Yeah. If I should say. But yes, people are very friendly and very active, very happy all the time. And there's a bunch of us there and it's very fun. So this one was from, I think it was 2017. Um, how many, like on general, <laughs> like how many people would be registered for one of these Thunderstruck tournaments? Oh, uh, back then it wasn't many. We've always had like around 30 something. Um, as I tell you, the community is kind of small, and this is the biggest tournament we have in our. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Asuka. So, if it's a small scene, like I'd imagine that the amount of loyalists as well. Um, do you have a lot of character loyalists, or is it a lot of people playing everyone? Well. Uh, we do have uh, people that just play one character. I would say the majority of them. But um, the better players right now, uh, the Lemus brothers, uh, Divine Exorcist, uh, Alexander Lemus, uh, Giz Joestar, 
they're they will probably be our, our top three players. Yeah. Uh, they play a bunch of characters, and they will as soon as you uh, beat their main character once, they'll, they'll pick up like a random character to beat you with, with it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah. Oh, that's okay. Uh, I just like who's always been a challenge um, for you personally at at your at your tournaments at your majors. Um, I would say definitely uh, Divine Exorcist. Uh, he's the kid that won the uh, qualifier last year to Korea. The Korea tournament, I believe. Uh, Wowser from New Zealand went as well. Oh, the IESF. Uh, so yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he won the um, that tournament last year. Uh, he's one of our best players right now. Um, I usually don't do too bad against him, but I haven't been able to defeat him yet. And uh, probably Gilder. I haven't been able uh, to beat him in tournament yet either. And he knows me very well because uh, we played a lot. Yeah. Probably them too. Okay. What is it about their styles? Do you? Is it rush down? Is it slowly chipping away? Um, what's What's been the struggle? Uh, about their styles. Yeah. Mm, with Divine is his defense mostly. He's, he has very good defense, and Giz just knows me way too well. He knows. Like almost everything I'm gonna do, and I just play Asuka. Plays a bunch of characters, and uh, usually when I lose one match to him in tournament, he'll pick like a random character, and that's where I struggle. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're an Asuka main loyalist. Um, do you feel? Yes. I saw this thing on Twitter where they were saying that character loyalism is is dying. Because obviously, if you're a pro, if you're a sponsor, you want to win, so you end up playing a far stronger character, if, even if it means abandoning your main. Mm. Um, do you believe, like, you're, do you believe in that in a sense? Would you abandon Asuka if it really meant winning in a, a really important match? No, I mean, I could maybe at a certain point uh, use a counter pick that I think would be like very. Um, no, that would benefit me, but I wouldn't just trade her like all over. Like I have done this once. I actually won a tournament with Xiao Yu, like my second character that I sometimes use. Yeah. I just knew that the the person I was gonna fight didn't know the matchup. I mm. was I, I was very certain that they didn't know the matchup at all. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna pick Xiao Yu, but it's because I love Xiao Yu. Like yeah. I wouldn't pick a character I don't even like just uh just to win a tournament or a mm. match. So like I saw that mod um online where someone made has made a Jun uh, move list for Asuka. Uh, Would you really want Jun to be in Tekken 7? Yes. Uh that's that's my dream. Uh I want her to be in Tekken 8, but if if we can have her like just now, that'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Have have you tried the Jun mod? I have not. I play on PS4. I, um, I haven't been able to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's just say she yeah. makes it in the game and you're faced with this dilemma, June and Asuka. Would you abandon Asuka for June? I don't think abandon. I think I would use them, like both of them, and I would have like two main characters because I love them both way too much. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, it's. I mean, I like using my main, and I like the fact that if someone, I'd imagine you feel the same way. Like if they want to do, if they if they want to lab Asuka, they need to watch your gameplay. Um, have you ever had anyone hit you up for um, Asuka tips or any like schooling lessons for Asuka? Um, like that I look for, or oh, just players in the scene, like because you're the Asuka girl. They're like, oh, I need to get some matches in with you. I need to learn Asuka. Yes, I mean, I do get like people that wanna play with me, or that uh, you know, if someone is asking for uh, an Asuka player to play with, they'll mention me, and that that actually makes me very proud because I've dedicated a lot of time into this character and in, into this game. Yeah. So, like, where she stands in Tekken Seven, are you quite happy with her? Because because she seems to. She seems to be far more of a threat than I, than I initially remember. Or do you feel like she should get more? Does she does does she need more buffs? Is what I'm saying. Are you happy with where she is now? Oh, I'm so incredibly happy with her. Uh, what you mentioned, the time frame punish. Uh, I think we could improve that. That's just are my only two complaints. I'm not saying like they have to buff her. Like I'm okay if she's left like this. She's very strong already. But if I could say uh, two things that I would like for them to fix. It's the time frame uh, Punisher, and also when you do down one plus two, and you can confirm that with forward two. So a lot of the times it whiffs, and they supposedly uh, reduce the uh, the pushback on hit, so you could uh, do it more easily. But it still whiffs a lot, and I, I don't like that. And if they could fix something, I would like it to be that. Yeah, one change I like of hers is I think it's one one three. You block one one, and if you try to counter you know, counter-attack in the three, you get your little one, one plus four combo. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's very good. Like, she has a lot of, like, really good tools that they improved from, from the last game and even from the last season. Like, for example, in season one, when you did uh, four four one on with like, she would, like, struggle so much. Like, it would oh, yeah, be, like, yeah. minus... A lot of frames. Yeah. And now it's, it's such a, a solid move and it leads you in plus frames. So I really like that. I think she's a very strong character right now. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you did forward, forward, one with, and then she'd like stumble forward and the recovery was yeah. so huge. Horribly. Yeah. But now it's like it whiffs yes. and then she just kind of gets back on her feet easy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so like if you're starting, for anyone who's starting to look into Asuka and play her seriously... What's one tip that you would that what's one tip that you would give to a to a new player? Um well first of all to learn um the moveset, uh go through the punishers. Just practice with her. Maybe play with someone that already knows the character and it's it's not a very difficult character, you know? Yeah. Um, you just really have to feel what you're doing with her. I would even say it's a beginner-friendly character, as long as you're not abusing too much of or of the tools we mentioned before. Uh, you know, the back three, the cancans. I know you're probably gonna be tempted to do it, and even at a higher level, people still do it. Um, but just you know, if you're starting, don't base your gameplay on that so much. Like yeah. you know, the the parry as well. <laughs> That can be dangerous because because if you start winning with that, that's okay. But it's not gonna help you so much when you advance from that. Yeah, no, of course. Well, you did mention <laughs> before that you've you've hosted 
or you've run some tournaments yourself, a lot of players won't know that feeling. But how did you find hosting or running your own tournament? It's very stressful. <laughs> it's uh, also... <laughs> it is. No, yeah. Uh, it's also... <laughs> it's... Well, it, it still makes me happy, you know. There's a reason why I do it. Um, I, I've been doing this for a while, hosting tournaments, uh, a lot of tournaments, and I really enjoy helping out my community. Um, most people here don't really organize, uh, like, tournaments. Like, inside of the community, like, uh, you know, game players, only my friend Ro, um, uh, FGC Ro, he also hosts tournaments, but it's mostly just me and him. Like, some people might do one or two tournaments sometimes. There's not uh, many TOs, and it can be very stressful, but it, it's also heartwarming, you know, to have everyone over. And, you know, difficult for me to run a tournament and also play. Like, it's way too stressful, yeah. but it makes me happy to for other people, for other players to showcase their skills and, you know, be able... Um, to show what they can do and to win prizes and to enjoy the tournament as it is. Yeah. I know that people, there are some that only play and they don't want to run their own tournament or anything. And you're right. It's a juggle because uh -huh. like the more time you put into running a tournament or like me, like doing this podcast and stuff, I know I could spend that time actually practicing or labbing. It's just, yes. it's, 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 it's just balance. And then, but then you've got people that you don't want players to label you as, Oh, like, you're going to run this event, right? And that event is like, no, I've got, I've got stuff to do, man. Yeah. But yeah. So well, like, people do actually see me like that. Well, they, they, they <laughs> like, think, Oh, she's going to do it. <laughs> oh, they expect too much. So like this two V two tournament. Yeah, that you they ran. Have... Sorry, love hey, you go. Yes. No, no, go ahead. No, no. So, I was so... just going to say, uh, <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, like, uh, they make a post or something asking for a tournament, and they mean you should make a tournament, like me specifically. Wow. <laughs> and, yeah, it, it is like that. But it's okay. I, I really do love um, doing this for the community. Yeah. You think that might be the way of just not having you in the bracket? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have... Um, I have played and ran tournaments at the same time and it's very complicated but i have just like watch like you know just run the bracket and and watch them and cast it maybe yeah i have done both yeah i can almost guarantee that the one thing that i think as we've both experienced on the other side is fgc time you tell players oh be in the lobby at 11 12 times the time is here and they're still not in the lobby <laughs> Yes, I mean, it happens, and it, it can be complicated, you know, like this tournament uh, that we're uh, looking at it right now, I was, you know, uh, doing the commentary, I was streaming it, I was, you know, running the bracket, like talking to them on Discord, like trying to talk uh, with the viewers, it was somewhat crowded, you know, the, the chat, and it was very difficult, <laughs> I had a, a, a headache, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun too, and I, I really do love doing it. Mm. What's your commentary style like? Do you are you the type to make note of frames and moves, or is your style more like, oh, he tried this, he tried this hop kick, oh, he tried this parry, it didn't. No, work. I'll, 
<laughs> well, mostly because I know most of them when when I do a, a tournament and I'm commentating. Um, I'll just like sometimes I'll even like scold them. Like I'll tell them, "Oh no, that's that's a twelve frame punish. What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I tend to go for like you know saying the names of the moves with like uh, notations and and frame data and stuff. Mm. If you had to commentate with like one player from your scene, who would you want it to be? Who's got great commentary mm, skills? Talkative, I guess. Yeah. I would say uh, Tamer from Mushroom Team. Uh, he usually does the commentary at Thunderstruck. Uh, he's very good. We actually did uh, commentary last year at Thunderstruck. Well, I was there for like a few matches, but he, he did most of it. And uh, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. Also, Raw, I think he talks a lot too, and he, he really knows what he's saying. Like, he knows most of the move from every character and everything, and he's decent at it too. Yeah. It's, it's really hard because. Um, <clears throat> like being on commentary, you want to sound fair um, if it's your friend versus like another player. So on yeah. commentary, you're being very like in the middle, but in your mind, you're just like, "Fucking win, mate! Like I want you to win." <laughs> yeah, like not trying to be one sided. You, you can't know, be. I, I actually, <laughs> um, I actually do that when I'm, you know, doing it for like a a bigger event. Uh, like when I was uh, doing it for Thunder Struggle idea, I was like, very... no, I wasn't rooting for one person or another. But if I'm I'm doing it on my stream, I'm like, I just I just say everything I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and like for example, when I was playing people, uh, I'm actually rooting for them. I'm like, yes, come on, punish me. Like, just do it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's your turn to shine. Like, just go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, they got to. They've definitely got to earn it, though. I mean, your Asik is no pushover. <laughs> so now we come to the stage where, um, the infamous, the lovely Jay Wong gave you a, a, a sponsorship a sponsorship opportunity. Um, so did you have to apply for that, um, or did you have to go through people like what? What was the process of of getting that opportunity? Okay, so actually, it was uh, the E5 Pass program, which is run by Cherry Genics. Uh, she helps, um, well, her and her organization, E5 Pass, they help um, rank players to get their US visas. So, first of all, I, I applied for that. Uh, you know, I, I filed an application with all my gameplay and everything. And she was actually there. Um, Back in 2018, when I won Thunderstruck, she was at that tournament and she watched me play the grand finals. Um, so she was familiar with my gameplay. I sent them like more bills and I filed. I I did the application and some time went by and then they I got an email and everything and I started working on it. So uh, first it was just the visa and I thought you know that's what I was getting. I was so happy about it so I could go back uh, to compete in the US. And they helped me with everything. Um, I got the visa, and one day, um, uh, Cherry just told me, "Like you're going to Evo." Like, and then she didn't explain much. She she wanted it. I guess she wanted it to be a surprise. And then yeah. they loaded the video and everything. You know, explaining like uh, Jay Wong was flying us over there. You know, it was like a thing that they both did for us, and it was very nice. It was very cool. Yeah, I will say this: like Jay Wong and Sherry Genix, I would imagine. 
I know that they, they seem pretty like nice people, um, pretty genuine. I think Cheriogenics is a part of that Combo Queens group. I mean, a lot of the infamous um, women in the FGCR, I think Cuddlecore's a part of them too. Um, did you get to spend much time or much time um, uh, with them prior to you competing? Uh, not a lot. I mean, I, I was with uh, Cherry now and then. Um, they talk to her. I, I get to meet her. I have met her before, uh, briefly. She's a very nice person, and she's a very good competitor, and I've always admired her a lot. Yeah. I thought the uniform was pretty smart as well. Um, and the group. <laughs> it was very nice. Who was the group that you went with? Because it wasn't just you rocking that shirt. There was a lot. There was a few others as well. Uh, yeah, it was Mike. Uh, it was El Tigre. He's also from Mexico. He's a Street Fighter uh, Five player. And Sinith from Brazil. He's also a Street Fighter Five player. Yeah. And uh, they also, E5Pass also helped uh, Arslan Ash to get their visa. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I remember that whole hiccup with his yeah. visa, eh? Um, two, two, three months yeah. of just total hell. Yeah. But now you arrive yes. at you arrive at America, you arrive at Evo. I know you had an expectation, but when you arrived and you were actually there experiencing it, um yeah, how did that feel for you? I just I think it, it happened too fast. I I know I enjoyed it so much, but I feel like I don't know, like it, it was it just happened way too fast. It was amazing. I I couldn't believe it everything that was going on. Oh, that's, that's my match with Rambo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he said you were very, yeah, very, was, very strong player. Great. Very strong player. He, he kept on saying it even after he came back. <laughs> uh, that match was crazy. I'm not too proud of how I played him. I think I could have done much better, but I also think uh, he was nervous too. Yeah, I think he could have done better, and I could have done better. <laughs> but I, I think we did okay, and it was a very close match and very fun to play. Yeah, very close. The fact that you were there at Evo and you guys gave it your all, um, and I mean, we always feel like we could, you know, we always feel like there's some room for improvement. But um, you guys should definitely feel proud. Yeah. And I know the guy who was responsible for this. He did the FGC a great service in capturing all those um, lost matches. Yes, it was amazing. Yeah. Yes. There were some ones that yes, I wish I were on stream. Uh, yeah, man. I know, but the footage was so good. I enjoyed watching like the rest of the matches that were on stream. Like, yeah, a lot of them I think should have been on stream. Yeah. Because obviously for your scene, I wouldn't think there's that problem. But with Evo, there is always that talk of there's not enough matches being streamed. And I think this has really... Um, uh. You know what I mean? That's This is really kind of made the example of, you know, like, players need their matches recorded at any expense. Yeah. Yeah, you just, like, miss a lot of the action. Like, it, because it's so many of us. Like, I do understand because it was, like, over 2,000 people there. And I know, like, a lot of footage is going to be lost. But, um, yeah, definitely would have loved to have, like, a lot more matches recorded. And in general, in bigger tournaments. Yeah. So like how did the how did the arrangement go? Because I would imagine Jay Wong and Sherry were competing. So when you were playing, did you have any of your teammates on the side watching? 
Uh, El Tigre and Zenith came uh, for a little bit, and I did watch them play a little bit. Uh, but they don't know my game, and I don't know theirs. So we were just, uh, you know, cheering for each other. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was very fun. They were very nice to me, all of them. No, no, that, that's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good <laughs> to show support, but yeah, it's just like you're watching yeah. the motions, and you're just like, oh, I, I really don't know. Like, is he in a good position? Is he in a bad position? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> had you faced a thing? Had you had you had much thing experience prior to facing um, Rambo? Uh, with thing, I practiced. I watched the um, blasted salami tutorial. <laughs> I went to a tournament uh, the week before. Um, I went to a tournament the week before Smash Factor. Uh, and I had to play uh, one of the best fan players here, uh, and I, I did very good. Uh, I thought I was ready. <laughs> I, I did win that match, and but I, honestly, I was kind of scared because the only footage I found uh, from Rambo was of him uh, like in you. He won that set. Um, yeah, yeah. Three, so three to zero. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> he 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 was he was amongst the clouds during that time. That was such a. I mean, we all want to be as good as our idols, but for him, it really meant something. You know, just this whole climbing yeah, the, climbing the mountain of the of the New Zealand Tekken scene, and to finally do something that and having that opportunity too. Like he just kind of took it and just he, he yeah. went for it. Yeah. Yes, and and you know, watching that gameplay before uh, Evo, it was kind of scary, knowing that guy was gonna be on my pool. <laughs> yeah. No, you both did really well, and you guys should be very proud as well. Um, and it's always cool because I'd imagine like a few of your Mexican comrades see you at Evo, and it stirs up that because obviously we do want to go to competitions like Evo, like all the big ones overseas. But they see you competing, um. and it's like you know, it's only. The change between thinking about it happening and then it actually becoming a reality is so, like, it is possible. Yeah. Yes, and it was such a great experience, really. I did get to play, uh, there was a pre-EVA tournament, and I did get uh, to play with Wowzer as well. Took me <laughs> out, actually, on the top eight. It was it was such a good run for me, though. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the, my best runs. Like, I, I did pretty well, and I had a lot of fun. I also played uh, Royston. Yeah. I'm not quite sure if he's from New Zealand or yeah, uh, he is. Australia. He's from New Zealand? Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I got to play Royce on that tournament as well uh, against his Julia. Very cool. Mm. Yeah. I um I mean despite what's happened recently, um, yeah, Evo you know, the mecca of fighting game tournaments. Um yeah, and to experience it. Had had many of your scene have had many players of your scene had much overseas tournament experience no not at all um uh last year at evil there was somebody else i know there was somebody else from mexico but nobody told me i didn't know he was gonna be there and i i don't know how he did i know somebody else from here went yeah. before that um my friend rax actually he had such a good uh evil run uh back in 2017 i think he got thirty third place, I think. He did wow. very good with his with his Lily. Yeah, he's a very good player. Uh, a mushroom team. They're a very strong team right here. Uh, they're from Coahuila. They have um, like there's a lot of Tekken players there, and you know 
uh, right now Tondo, uh, Devil Pooh, um, Rax, and Tamer. They're like the strongest of their team, and they're they're really good. And they've done like very good in tournaments recently. Oh, that's good. Well, you've done Evo, so it's it might be I don't know. What would be the next overseas tournament you want to attend? I want to go to TXT in South America, the Tekken Extreme tournament. That's a tournament I really want to go to. That that was what I was planning for this year. Uh, sadly, yeah. well, we're not gonna have tournaments, right? Mm. But I was planning for a Tekken Extreme tournament in South America, and I also wanted to go to the finals that they were gonna have in New Orleans. You know, to compete yeah. in the last chance qualifier. Yeah, I mean, it's really sad that they've yeah. had to scrap the Tekken World Tour or just tick just the Tekken competition yeah. this year. But there really isn't um, much that can be done. I mean, I'm I like I'm from New Zealand, so like we're we're from like we're we're fine. We can have offlines. Um, I know the rest of the world may not have that pleasure, um, but I guess I just want to go over briefly, like the tournaments, the last few tournaments you guys had that you entered prior to COVID. So there was the Supreme Masters. Um, I think this was like season <laughs> season two introduced. Yeah. Um, I so, think yeah. so. It was still season two. I can't recall. Yeah. Oh well, we can tell by the life bars anyway. Um, yeah, geese. Yeah, yes. would have. Been, oh, this was against your. Uh, your good friend Geese Geese Joestar, Geese Geese Joestar. Yes. Yeah, he must. Yeah, be loving uh, that season two Geese. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But uh, he did what I was telling you. Like, I get one match, and then he changes character. I get another match, and then he changes character. And I think it was a close set. It was a lot of fun that tournament. I think I got third. Uh, it was it was cool, and it's always nice to play with them. Yeah. Just. I mean, just because, like, like I said, we're fine with COVID, but uh, as I said, this is one of the few tournaments that you guys had prior to COVID happening. Um, where are you? Yeah. Guys, where are you guys with COVID now as a country? It's very bad. Yeah, we're one of the countries with uh, most uh, COVID right now. Um, maybe like top eight, top ten, or so. And uh, it's not slowing down. I think it's going to take a while because people don't really stay home so much. Yeah. Uh, um, but we're, we're in there. I mean, I'm, I'm staying home. Uh, thankfully, I work from home. Um, we just have to wait. And as soon as everything is uh, better, uh, I hope we can start uh, hosting tournaments at some point. But when everything is actually better, you know. Yeah. Has it been weird to not engage with the scene in person like it's only online interactions now because i mean obviously we, you can all play online but there, i'm guessing there may be the odd player or two that doesn't play online um so yeah what's that change Definitely. been like yeah it's, it's very sad um well here in the state i live in there's not many players like we wouldn't even like get um together very often here because there's just very very few of us and uh they're mostly you know always busy and stuff but i would uh i would always you know go to every uh event or gathering that i could like outside my my state and i tried to do that very often as often as i could and now that that i can't i i feel sad like really and i have been hosting a lot of online tournaments 
and you know it's fun and everything but there's always you know lag and yeah. it's not the interaction it's yeah. not the same interaction but you know yeah not not the same interaction but like after spending this time with you doing this episode i can clearly say that you're quite comfortable in front of the camera and you've got a warming personality like you you would like what i'm saying is when you're streaming and when you're doing tournaments like you may not be competing but i'd still feel like you get a lot of comfort and um fulfillment out of it yes i mean that's true i'm not that comfortable to be on camera in all honesty i might look like i'm okay um but it, it makes me so happy you know if i'm you know streaming or or even hosting like if there you know there's people talking about the game and i get to meet new people more people see me play or, or they see you know people from my community play like you know, if i'm hosting and you know my friends are playing more like mexican players are are playing on my stream and i see people coming from like other parts of the world like you know like people from the u.s or even from new zealand or you know other countries and I feel so happy that uh, we get that interaction and we get uh, to talk to more people and make more friends that play the game as well. Mm. I know that Wowza had a, a guest, uh, had Chanel show up in his stream, and that was a lovely surprise. Yeah. Have you ever had any, have you had a surprise like that where someone, a special person's come into your stream? I can't remember. Let me see. Well, um... I've had, I can't remember, and I'm probably going to regret it. Like, I'm going to be like, how, how did I forget this? But I, I can't remember right now. I mean, I have, like, you know, what I feel like it's really special when I see people uh, coming over to my stream. Um, they, they come back because they play with Asuka, and they're, they enjoy my gameplay, and they, or they even learn tech. And, or they ask me questions about the character on how to play her or how to punish a certain character or something. Like, that That really makes me very happy. Yeah. So, like, a Fergus or, um, like, S-Line showed up in your stream, you'd, you'd, probably, lose, you'd probably lose your shit, <laughs> that'd right? That would be crazy. Mm. <laughs> yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, yeah. What's the biggest thing you've learned from having to depend online uh, during this time? Uh, that I have learned? Yeah. Mm, about playing online? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't really like it. <laughs> I mean, I, I like... <laughs> I mean, I like to, I like to meet more people like this. Like, for example, uh, last night I got into a lobby, a random lobby. I never do this, but I got into a random lobby and there was like a bunch of people that were way too nice. Like, I couldn't believe how nice they were <laughs> because we're not usually like this here. But they were all like, you know, you finish one game. They're like, GG, you did good. Like, congratulations, my friend. And I'm like. Wow, these people exist. That, that was so nice. Yeah. Do, do, uh, does, but, you know, having, uh, yeah. No, no, no. Just um, like when you guys play online, like, do, do you guys, like, it's normal that you guys say GG's at the end of the match, right? 
Um, sometimes. Like, we mostly don't talk too much. Um, um, like, I guess, um, Mac and he are the way we interact with each other. Like, it, it's more likely that we're going to be talking on Facebook, kind of making fun of each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, we're friends, like... But uh, these people were like being like way too nice to each other yesterday in the lobby. Like, like wow, friend, good games. You're doing so great. I'm so happy for you. Like, you've gotten so much better. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> I'm not used to that. <laughs> okay. So, what is it? Have you ever had much experience with um, people like key charging or teabagging, uh, <laughs> rage quitting? Yeah, actually. Yeah, I mean, uh, online, yes, absolutely. Actually, this match that we're watching, uh, Geese was actually something uh, me <laughs> all the time on this uh, tournament match. Yeah, he does that a lot. I'm used to it. I don't mind it uh, most of the time. Uh, but yeah, online, I get a lot of rage quitters all the time. Uh, I play Lucky Cloy sometimes, and people, like, they just plug right on the versus screen. Like, they, they won't even play with me sometimes. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of annoying, it is. But, I mean, it's it's the way online is. Like, I can't be too mad. No, you definitely can't. I mean, you just got to... It, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think this was one of the final tournaments that you uh, participated in. Um, Big Bang 5. Of last year. Yeah, last yeah. year. It of feels so weird year. to say that, though. Yeah, I know. Mm. Yeah, December last year. It was such a fun tournament. Really enjoyed it. What do you think is the... Um, like, do you guys think you might do, like, a big online tournament to finish the end of the year? Or do you Probably, feel like, or do you feel like maybe uh, it's time to, like, maybe we've had enough online, so we'll just kind of end the year, just having a break. Well, I think we we might have to slow down online a bit. We're kind of getting tired of you know everything that happens, you know, with the lag, and then on PS4, uh, the lobbies just crash a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a lot of work for me as well. I mean, I love it. I love it. I do. Uh, we might have to slow down a bit, or we might. Like, I know people are trying to see how uh, everything turns out. I know they want to host, like, a, an actual like, tournament, like, to actually go there. But I, I don't know how that's going to play out. Mm, we're, just, we're just waiting to see yeah. what happens, really. No, that's fair. So, like, with this year, um, so limited tournament um, tournaments happening, um, and then with the drama yeah. that kind of surfaced in the FGC, um, yeah, like it's been a real, it's been a real funny year. Like I know for New Zealand, like we've, you know, obviously we're going through our own shit at the moment. Um, but what about you guys in Mexico? Do you guys have a, a real tight knit community? Like you look after your own. Well, we do. We are close to each other. We do look after each other. Um, you know, there's some people that sometimes are not very nice, and um, I really don't know what expression to use, but 
Uh, I, I'm thinking of the expression in Spanish. Uh, uh, do like very, uh, like joke a lot in a way that could be considered mean. Like that is something common here. Yeah. Okay. So if, if, if you're not used to it and just, you just get into the community, uh, I know it, it can be kind of, you know, kind of strange or hard to get used to it. But really, we're, we're close to each other and we love each other and we help each other. Yeah. Oh, that, that's good. <clears throat> yeah. I just, I can't imagine um, other places in the world having no offlines for a full year. Um, you know, no Tekken World Tour, yeah. no Capcom World Tour. I mean, I don't really play online as much or not. I don't grind it out. Um, but then having to be in the situation where yeah. that's all we have, well, up until recently, that's all we had. Um, yeah, I just, yeah. Well, how, how do you think, how do you think, um, yeah. how do you, th how do you think Tekken looks uh, in terms of like, do you feel like if there is a Tekken 8 in the works, is this how Tekken 7 should end? Like very, very, like a very, it seems like a very lackluster finish, like with all this stuff going on. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think it should, it should finish right now. I mean, I, I don't know. I cannot tell. Like I'm, I'm not going to decide. Right. But, um, yeah, it seems very sad. I don't want to say goodbye to the game like this. Like it seems like sad you know not even have like a last big tournament or something uh of course i want tekken 8 or even tekken tag 3 but yeah i don't want it to end so sadly like this yeah sadly well just 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 nothing nothing happening for it you know like to mark its 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 legacy yeah, because I mean, it, it is it is a, it is a fairly decent game, um, and I could definitely say for here, it's really sparked a new life um, in the fighting game community. Tekken never used to be a big never used to be a big game over here, um, and I'd imagine over there, like for the few players you guys have, it's very like it must be a game that really anchors your community. Yeah. yeah. What's um? What's your best memory of um, Tekken Seven then? My best memory, my best best memory, and of course, Evil. Uh, it was very good, and, uh, and I do say the New Zealand community was so welcoming to me. I was hanging out with them uh, most of the time. I would say I got to play with uh, several of them, and uh, I was I was really by myself most of the time. Uh, and uh, they were like all of them were very nice to me and they were very very welcoming and they, they did make me feel oh look uh, like I belong there and I had a lot of fun in the tournament uh, thanks to them um, aside from that obviously uh, when I won my first tournament uh, in the Understruck back in 2016 yeah. and the next year again um, and it's it's been amazing, really. Just mm. competing, playing. Even if I don't do that good, it's such a good feeling all the time. So, with um, with Mexico, as you said, you know, with the potential that your scene has, do you feel like there will be a time where you guys will have your moment and actually 
show how strong you are, like how the Pakistans did? I would like to say yes. Have, having that uh, breakout I, moment, I, I, I think is what I mean. Yeah. I want it to be like that. In all honesty, there are very little players that um, take competition seriously. Uh, the few uh, that that do, that take competition seriously and are very good, uh, are not really planning on, you know, getting their passport, their visa, you know, traveling to a big tournament. Uh, I know they're not. So... With that being said, and being uh, ball here, besides from Thunderstroke, we don't have like a really big tournament. So we don't have a lot of Americans. We, we've had a couple of Americans uh, come over. But, you know, it's, it's kind of difficult like that. You know, we have very good players, but it's uh, hard to show what, what they can do since we don't have a lot of big tournaments and uh, they are not looking to travel currently. Yeah. Oh, I hope we do. I really, really hope we do because I, I know we have like we have people with talent. We have good players. But I just don't know when that's gonna be. Yeah, I think I think it's like preordained destiny. You need it to be. It needs to be like the right time, the right moment. Like Anya's on stream. She's gonna face Dimeback. She's gonna three zero him, and then it's like boom. People are like, <laughs> "Wow, Mexico!" Like, like I know what you mean. It's like it's it's having that breakout moment. Like the stars have to be aligned. But I, you uh, know, it, it will it will happen. But I think, yes. yeah, knocking off a big name will definitely help. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we will get there for sure. Mm. Cool. Well, if it's all right with you, love, I will take you through my uh, final round questions. So, cool. You ready? All right. Cool. So the first one is, who is an unsung hero of the Mexican FGC? Um, FGC in general or Tekken? Oh, uh, uh, just in general, Mexican FGC. Yeah. Mexican. Okay. I would like to give a huge shout out to Lolo. He's a Soul Calibur player. He has won EVO. He has won final round. He is one of the strongest Soul Calibur players in the world. And for some reason, I don't think he's recognized enough. Like, a lot of people here don't know him. And he's... I think he is one of the game players in our country that has done the most. If not, like, literally the most. Mm. Like, he is an amazing Soul Calibur player. I'm very proud of him. Okay. And he's got such... A, well, he's got such an easy name. It's It's not hard to forget um but yeah an unsung hero no nice choice all right next one what sporting event do you find the most boring um you mean like like no right uh so yeah so a sport so so oh sorry so i mean like a sporting event so it could be fifa the Grand Prix, the Olympics. Oh, oh, definitely anything that has to do with soccer. I don't mind soccer, uh, but when I see it like uh, a soccer, you know, show or you know they're playing and stuff, and the way the the commentators are saying things and everything, it it really doesn't do much <laughs> for me. No, that's so good. 
Is it quite is 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 it quite big in Mexico soccer? Super big. It, it's a sport that most people watch, and I, I've never liked it at all. <laughs> no, that's all right. All right. Which move do you favor most? Back three or while standing three? Back three, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? It's a high and low crush. <laughs> Lee can't punish it. Well, I mean, he can, but he, he's, you got to be on, on point. Um, yeah. yeah, but it's hard. Super hard. Yeah. yeah. You're so lucky that they've made that <laughs> slightly more safe now. Man. There's a lot of pushback. <laughs> Who is your celebrity crush? Oh, I don't think I have one. I don't usually have uh, crushes on people that I don't really know. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll trade you for my Tekken character crush. I have a huge crush on Bob. What? <laughs> yes, Bob. I love Bob. Normal Bob, not Slim Bob. No, no, no. Normal Bob. Wow, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mad, mad respect to you. Nice. Very nice. Name someone in your FGC that deserves an opportunity for sponsorship. Um, in my FGC? Yeah. Or... Alright, um... Right now... Do you mean in in Mexico and for Tekken or any game? Uh, for well, for any game, it could be Tekken, but it could be anything. Okay. Um. Well, I'm not quite sure if Lolo is a sponsor right now, but for sure him for starters. <laughs> um, my friend Haseo does a lot of work. She plays several uh, games like Guilty Gear. Uh, she plays uh, Dragon Ball um, Fighters. And she does a lot of streaming. She's a very good competitor. And I think, I think she deserves uh, a sponsorship. And from my community, or the Tekken 7 community, probably uh, Giz Joster and Divine Exorcist. They're our best players right now. And they're putting a lot of work and a lot of effort into the game. And I would love to see them get sponsored at some point. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Fergus or Dimebeck? Oh, wow. Um, I think I would have to go for Fergus on this one. Okay. Can I, can I ask why? I, okay. So I think uh, Dimeback's style is a bit more clean. But Fergus's uh, gameplay just makes me feel more things. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, even his mistakes and everything, uh, everything seems so human about his gameplay. Uh, and I, I can tell how much knowledge he has, and just watching him play and watching his videos and tutorials has helped me a lot. And I don't think I have that sort of connection with Dimebag, which I enjoy his gameplay a lot, and I think he's a very, very good uh, player. But uh, I'll go for Fergus, yes. Okay. Oh, sweet as. Which character would you rather get a key charge from in a tournament? Leroy or Fakumram? Oh, no. <laughs> None. <laughs> but uh, I think Leroy seems a bit more respectful about it. Just a bit. There's nothing, respe- There's nothing respectful about it. <laughs> 
He does his little, <laughs> but I like, more than just... <laughs> he points his toes at the sky and growls like a dog. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, but I feel more disrespected by fucking Ram. Oh, yeah, true. Buffing the chest out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't want to get key charge from either of them, but yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Describe the best Mexican dish you can make. I can make? Oh, Lord. Uh, I'm not a very good cook, and I don't, <laughs> I really cook Mexican food. Uh, because I'm a vegetarian, so most things have meat. But... <laughs> uh, I don't even know if it's considered Mexican, but in the U.S. they have this restaurant called Chipotle, Chipotle. and they have this dish called sofritas. Yes, sofritas. And uh, sofritas, and I really like. I make it with tofu, you know, rice, and uh, the sofritas with uh, guacamole and like vegetables and stuff. I really like that, and I like to make it. Okay, sweet. Complete the sentence. When you're getting salty, just. Oh. <laughs> I would say just take a moment to cool down. Like <laughs> I'll just like walk around, go drink some water, um, everything straight. Uh, you know, go to the bathroom, wash my face, and come right back. <laughs> uh, it, it it can be very hard to play like that. Yeah, that's uh, right on that one. And finally, who is your husbando, Anya? Well, I, I wouldn't say I actually have one, uh, but I'll I'll say Bob again. Bob, yeah. yeah, I'll stay with Bob. Yeah, is it is it because he's cuddly? Is it because of the little cute goatee? Or all right, so uh, when I was starting to play tag two, uh, I I uh, played a lot with the Houston scene in the U.S. in Texas, and most of them played Bob. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, because you you know Core, uh, he he won Evo with Bob back in Tekken mm-hmm. Six, and he's from Houston, so he played Bob, and a bunch of people played Bob, like Bob and Slim Bob in Houston. It was like their main character for a lot of them. So it's the first matchup I actually learned, and the the matchup I know the most, and that I'm most comfortable with. I have a lot of love for that character because with him. I learned a lot of uh, the game's uh, features and how the game works and how to actually learn a matchup. It was my first matchup I learned. But I have a lot of love for him because of that. Okay. That's sweet. Well, thank you again, Anya, for your time, um, just for everything. Uh, yeah. Do you have any last-minute words or shout-outs you'd like to make? You can speak in your in your native tongue if you like. Um. No, I, I mean, I just would like to say thank you so much uh, for having me today. And, um, well, thank you to everyone that's been around. Thank you to everyone that, you know, watches my stream, that's been supporting me, um, you know, that likes to watch me play. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy to be able to do this. And I'm so thankful to my community and everyone that has been helping me out. And I love my community so much. Uh, Mexico community is getting real strong, and I'm so proud of you all, and I love you all. We've already seen your tags, but um, where can where can people find you, and what will you be doing? What will you be up to next? 
Oh, uh, well, um, mostly on Twitch. I stream like three to four times a week. Uh, it's uh, everything is you know, twitch.tv slash Anya underscore Tekken. Uh, the Twitter is the same. On Facebook, you can also find me as Anya Tekken. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> Sweet. Cool. And with that, we will see you guys another time. Thank you.